0: The following is a production of Galactic Netcasts.
1: Just like you, Galactic Netcast has bills to pay. Where most people have rent and utilities every month, we have website and audio hosting please consider helping us with ours by going to gncasts.com support. On that page, you'll find links to our Patreon campaign, where you can make a reoccurring monthly pledge. If you shop on Amazon, click on our affiliate link, which gives us a small percentage from the sales of everything that you buy. and welcome to another episode of who knew and review i'm sure you know by now but we're a member of the galactic netcast podcasting family let's go on to the news now doctor who series 10 is now filming as we all know and stephen moffat wants it to feel like a brand new show now this is only a tiny little news update but a rather interesting one Cult Box has caught wind of a brief snippet from the next issue of Doctor Who magazine, and it does sound like Stephen Moffat wants to change things up significantly for Series 10. I want it to feel like Episode 1 of a brand new show, The Moffat Explained. He then added, I want to leave it, just as it's all beginning. Are we going to have a change? Are things going to be t- taken up a notch? Is it going to be more sci-fi? Is it going to be earthbound? Are we going to see Unit return? Well, I don't know yet. But as soon as I do, I'll let you know. Now, this episode is all about directors and producers, and we've just heard from one of the producers. So let's look at writers and directors. Ah, yes, Bill Anderson, a newcomer to Doctor Who, will be helming an episode. It has been confirmed on the online CV of new companion actress Pearl Mackey. Anderson's previously directed episodes of Spooks, Lewis, Taggett, DCI Banks and Mr Selfridge. I don't know any of those shows whatsoever. I'm sure he's very good. He's most likely working on season 10's second block of filming which will comprise episodes written by Dr Foster creator Mike Bartlett and Face the Raven writer Sarah Dollard In other directorial news rumours continue to float around suggesting that Peter Jackson could direct an episode of Doctor Who this year and it's all thanks to that video which was you know, last year when Peter was in Australia and visited him. Now I, I want this to happen but I think little pinch of salt, let, let's just cool our jets here I mean, we also know that Lawrence Goff of Misfits and the uh, and the Aliens is directing Doctor Who Series Ten Episode One, after helming the promo clip that introduced Pearl Mackie. So we're getting a new writers, new directors, new feel to the show. Oh, it's all change. Real, es- Real SFX has tweeted a video of the TARDIS being blown up. The tweet simply reads. We can safely say that we have the best job ever. Now, the detailed model is sat on a green screen with green screen backdrop. Now, they've confirmed it's not for series 10. But who believes anything on social media these days? Are we getting a Doctor Who film from the writers and directors of Tintin? Could this be the long-awaited Peter Jackson involvement? Nah, probably not. If it happens, I will eat my scarf, all 16 foot of it. So, I've been asked to ask you a question. So let's lift off in the TARDIS and drop the theme. Can you tell me what two things you like about Who Knew in Review? Anything. It could be the dashing good looks of the host, the quality of the news items... Also, if you could take a moment, can you tell me anything that you would like to change? We continually want to grow here at Galactic Netcasts. Your input is absolutely value to help us do that.
0: Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's... What is that exactly? You know, Superman is an extraterrestrial, so you may hear us talk about him on the Alien Invasion podcast. Hey, it's Dave Nelson inviting you to join myself, Brad Ludwig, and Anessa Moyens for our weekly discussion about all things not of this Earth, whether they be gray or green creatures from fiction, the latest stories from the world of science regarding the real possibility of life out there somewhere, or the claim from somebody saying they're already among us. We'll talk about it. You'll hear three stories from the week's news, a featured sighting, and our entertainment picks or warnings, rated on a scale of one to five flying saucers, of course. All of it and more every week on the Alien Invasion Podcast, part of the Galactic Netcast Network of Shows. Find us at gncasts.com/slash aliens or wherever you subscribe to podcasts.
1: Thank you very much Mr Dave Nelson You should catch The Alien Invasion I was on just the other week I loved every minute of it I think it's my favourite podcast from the network Right, back to the news anyway and on the heels of the beautiful and huge 500 issue Doctor Who magazine has another spectacular edition and this one is completely devoted to Tom Baker the fourth Doctor himself. You may know he portrayed the Doctor from 1974 to 1981, longer than any other actor. Since then, he's returned in numerous big Finnish Doctor Who dramas, and also played the mysterious curator in the 50th anniversary special, The Day of the Doctor. The magazine is dominated by Tom Baker, the ultimate interview in which Tom talks about life death, and of course Doctor Who. This is a must-have for any Whovian. The interview extravaganza is split into seven gripping parts. The unbreakable Tom Baker, the insatiable Tom Baker, the impeccable Tom Baker, the irrepressible Tom Baker, the unstoppable Tom Baker, the unforgettable Tom Baker, and the irreplaceable Tom Baker. It's... The only thing that is missing from this edition of Doctor Who magazine is a pack of Jelly Babies. Now, since its relaunch in 2005, Doctor Who has always aired a really exciting Christmas episode. The episode is usually more light-hearted and comedic than the rest of the series, and is often considered a standalone episode. Meaning that, well, nothing that really happens has to make sense with the rest of the storyline and future episodes, and likely will not affect any of the uh, events. So, there's a lot more room to play, and maybe get some big names to join in if there's very little commitment involved. And this year, the programme showrunner Stephen Moffat has promised that Doctor Who, who has come currently flying companionless, will have a new sidekick soon. In fact, he'll have two. Well, sort of. Based on what Moffat has said, Doctor Who will not be flying solo during the Christmas special. But he also said that his highly anticipated new companion will not be joining him until the beginning of next season. Leading us all to ponder just who will be at the side of the Doctor. Now, it would have been easy to suggest that this would have been Nardol, as we saw last Christmas, but he's been seen filming with Pearl Mackey. So just what is going on? Last week, I'm sure you remember, I highlighted Dr. Bruce Bardis. And this week, I thought, it's probably time for something smarter. It's only a vortex minute... Hi-later. Ah. The Vortex Manipulator, a handy wrist-mounted time-travel device favoured by a certain dashing Captain Jack, and also used in times of need by anyone who's, well, mislaid their TARDIS. The main drawback with the Vortex Manipulators, of course, is they don't exactly, well, they don't exist in real life. But... How about if you gutted the Vortex Manipulator, took the innards of a smartwatch, added a Raspberry Pi computer board, and used your genius electronics microsurgery skills to wire them into the VM? Vortex Manipulator. Well, then you'd have a wrist-mounted Vortex Manipulator, which, while it wouldn't quite be able to transport you through time, would certainly contain a pretty powerful computer, pretty graphics, and a fair bit of functionality. Now that's the sort of thing that I wanna wear. You too, huh? Well, I've included a few show notes and I'm think I'm I'm right in saying that the chap who invented it has got a YouTube clip that you could watch and maybe learn how to do it yourself. Without Now, back to the A to Z. This is a feature which I actually really enjoy compiling because it reminds me of all the fantastic monsters that we have had on Doctor Who. We're still only on C. And C this week is for Cult. The Cult of Scarrow. You might remember these from the episode Army of Ghosts. The planet of origin is Scarrow. Now, when I get round to doing the exit of planets, I realize that saying SCARO may be a bit misleading. Is it Scarrow that the doctor blew up? Is it new Scarrow? I mean, it's all a bit Time Wars, so we'll just stick with SCARO for now. And the technology that these chaps have, as well as the usual Dalek armaments, which we will get to when we get to part D in the A to Z, is the Genesis arc. The Cult of Scaro were assigned the task of furthering the Dalek cause through the development of new and unorthodox ideas and strategies. Dalek Sec claimed that it was created to imagine new ways of survival. Their willingness to adopt alien modes of thought was demonstrated by the fact that they had individual names, a concept that most Daleks find abhorrent. Led by Sek, the Black Dalek, they answered to no one, not even the Dalek Emperor, although they still revered him. The Cult of Skaro were at first just four ordinary Daleks, Dalek Sek was a commander of the 7th Incursion Squad sent to wipe out the remnants of the mechanoids which they succeeded in doing. Dalek Khan was an attack squad leader of the 13th Assault Group. Dalek Thay was the commandant of Station Alpha, the most secret Dalek research facility, and Dalek Jast was a force leader of the Outer Rim Defensive Battalion. After doing this All four of them were promoted to become the Cult of Scarrow. They were given their names, making them some of the only Daleks with names, and Dalek Sek was chosen as their leader. Throughout the Time War, they disappeared in a void sphere, endlessly searching, waiting, thinking. They're like a Dalek League of super evil, a think tank of hatred, And it wasn't until the Cybermen punched through the void that the void ship was able to appear here on Earth. That's all for this week. Now I know we haven't had much in the way of filming news and I suspect that is because out of the blocks they are filming they have gone inside to film sets. As soon as they start filming outside again, and my friends have started taking photos, then I think I will—I uh, think I will report it here. Anyway, more next week. You can keep on top of what who knew and review is up to by following galactic netcasts on twitter by liking our facebook page or subscribing to our youtube channel we also have accounts on some other social media platforms just search for galactic netcasts or click on the corresponding logos at the top right of our main webpage at gncasts.com you can support all that Galactic Netcast does by making a monthly recurring pledge at patreon.com slash galactic netcasts. Your $1, $3 or $5 every month help us pay for operating costs such as web and audio hosting. The best part is, at every level of giving, you will get a bonus content that other listeners won't have access to. Again, if you want to contribute, go to patreon.com slash galactic netcasts for more on this podcast including show notes contact info and more go to gncasts.com slash tardis you can subscribe to this podcast by going to gncasts.com slash subscribe or search for us on itunes stitcher google play music or anywhere fine podcasts are offered.
0: have been listening to a production of galactic netcasts for more about this show and others go to gncasts.com that's gncasts.com